Welcome to another episode of Seller Chats. I'm your host, Certified Master Coach, John Randall. It's great to have you today. We've got two of the best advisors, two of my favorite guests here, Lee Begay, Larkin Watson. Welcome to Seller Chat, folks. Thanks for Thanks. having us. Thanks so, for having us. Lee and Larkin are in Greenville, South Carolina. I'm in Greenville, North Carolina. So you're hearing Team Greenville. And I wanted to have them on because they've done one of the best jobs at quickly shaping the culture within their team, within their practice. And they've also grown their practice with new team members and done a really good job helping people understand what they're all about and get on board really quickly. So that's really what today is going to be all about is learning about culture. Now, culture is this like mysterious phenomenon. Uh, it's pretty much like the force in Star Wars. But it's just as important as the forces in Star Wars, as we'll we'll learn about here. So, Lee and Larkin, let's just start with with uh, what the heck culture is to you, and why it's so important in your practice. Larkin, I'll I'll, I'll jump in on this one. So, um, you know, one of the things that uh, that was so important to Larkin and I is as we bought this practice about two and a half years ago. Um, was we wanted to be excited about coming to work here. Um, and we wanted our team to really be excited about providing excellent service for, for our clients. Um, and we had seen, you know, through, through our history with the practice, we'd seen um, opportunities to improve that culture and improve that experience. And so for us, it just was so important that we kind of made this our own and what we wanted to see kind of moving forward. So it really wasn't just the Larkin and Lee show. It really was kind of a team environment. So in this, you know, I want to talk about this journey that you've been on in this last two and a half years. So how have you used this with 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 the team? I mean, you, you have team meetings, you have one on ones with people. I mean, how have you taken this important concept and really kind of you know shaped it with the people on your team and as you added them? So, Larkin, how how are you using this in team meetings when you have individual conversations with the team? So we make our team one on ones. First of all, we we have them twice a month. So I'll take two folks and then Lee takes two folks and then we switch every two weeks. So we have dedicated time to spend with each team member and we really let the team one-on-ones be about what's on their agenda. We, as, as tempting as it is to talk about the stuff that we want to talk about, we let them lead those meetings. And, you know, if it's work related, that's fine. Sometimes it's educational and sometimes it's personal. Sometimes they have stuff going on and they just need to talk about that, you know, with us. So, we leave that to them, you know, as far as what they want to uh, discuss on those uh, during those times. The other thing is, I'm a firm believer, and I know Lee shares this as well, but we are only as strong as our weakest link. So those one-on-ones are a time for us to empower them to make sure that they are showing up, you know, the, the best version of themselves every day. And so we have seen tremendous results with those one-on-ones. In every review that we've had with them, our, our team members tell us we love our time with you alone. So that's something that we've made a priority. We, we started recognizing um, a couple of years ago that we weren't having enough one-on-one time with, with our team members. Um, and this goes back to before we, we bought the practice. 
Um, and when we started doing reviews and asking for feedback, it was, you know, that just like Larkin said, like they were asking for that. They wanted that. So we as leaders of the practice needed to, to make time for that and make sure that we were asking them what they wanted to talk about. And then, of course, the other thing is kind of building in, um, you know, how they're living up to our values, our team values, their individual values, as well as performance. Um, and I think that's been, just been really huge for, for us because we're all motivated by different things. Um, and once you have a, you know, we, we, we care for our team members, you know, because we're, we spend a lot of time together, whether virtually or, or, you know, in the same office. Um, so it's really important to know what motivates them. Um, and we try to do a good job of making sure that we're listening just like we do with our clients. One other thing I would add to that, one, one final thing about that is that we've made those one-on-ones a non-negotiable. So a client meeting cannot be scheduled unless it's an emergency over those times. Um, I had to be out one, one day recently on the day that was supposed to be a one-on-one. And so I had to find time that week to reschedule it. We've made it very clear that we want to prioritize that time and not ever reschedule it as tempting as it might be during a busy week. So this is a really important lesson for everyone watching and, and listening, because how many times does it happen? You know, oh, I, I, I'm going to skip that meeting or I'd rather talk to a client in that time. It's easy to miss the importance of our team. It's easy to you know get just get focused on clients and especially when you're busy to miss what's so important. Your team, your team is just as if not more important than than the clients. I mean, they're going to be critical. So. Uh, you can see that Lee and Larkin, they're making a big investment in the team, not just in terms of dollars, but their, their time and their energy and developing them. And, and they're getting a big return on that. So it's a, a big lesson. But I think just the the, the level of priority they put on the team is, is a big lesson. Let, let's talk about values. You, you've, you've both done a great job. You're really establishing not only getting clear what your own values are, but what's the, the values for the practice? And um, talk about how you, you, you use that to help people understand your culture and what's really important at Bugay Watson and Associates. Lee, do you want to take that? Sure. I'll start, I'll start with, a, with, a, with a couple. You know, um, <clears throat> you know values are just, are just so important because, you know, one, that's how we, we um, make sure that we're taking good care of our clients, but also how we're taking care of, of one another. So, um, John, I think you were, um, you know, fundamental in getting this started for us, but Larkin and I um, years ago started talking about values and we had some of those old um, cards that I think, was that from Think to Perform? That was from, started talking through those. And what was so cool with Larkin and I is, how we match up so well together. So uh, I think when we first did that, um, did that exercise together, not all of our values were exactly the same, but they were just so complementary of one another. Um, and we found such power with that for the two of us that we wanted to make sure we also did that as a team. Um, so we had our, our team members do a values exercise. Um, and then I'm, I don't remember if we did this on a virtual session with you, John, or we then got together as a team and said, hey, these are the ones we have together. So we made it all about not, again, back to, it's not the Larkin and Lee show. We made it about the team. So we wanted everybody to have buy-in with what those, with what our values are. Um, 
And we try to freshen things up from time to time so we're not just doing the same things in our team meetings. Um, but we talk about our values regularly. Um, we talk about how we're living up to those values. You know, um, a couple of months ago, every Monday meeting, team meeting that we have, we would start with, how did you live up to the values last week? And typically, so we have five team values, we would rotate with what those values would value we were highlighting that week, and we talk about it. Um, and it was really cool just to, um, to share that. And I actually think it was Larkin's idea later in this, instead of sharing how I lived up to my values, we'd ask someone else to, to share how another team member lived up to their values. So it was so cool to get that, um, to see one another praise another team member for living up to values. Um, and we really, I, mean, I think we saw some really good, good lift and just kind of just some good motivation from that. Um, from that exercise. Yeah, it's a great tool to use. And I think that that's a great uh, uh, thing for all, all the listeners to take away here is if if it's not clear what your values are for, for the practice, and if you're not discussing them regularly, you know, they're not going to be known uh, on the team. So it's a, an easy way to define what you're all about. And and I think of values as your to be list. It's It's what are the words that you're living Absolutely. up to. So that's a, a great, easy lesson. One of one of our values is is education, um, and we have just started in the last couple of months, actually last year, um, on our financial planning um, summary letters that we send to clients. Kristen Spradlin, our team, is responsible for those letters. She added a, a section called updates from our practice, um, and one of those most recently is is on education, which again is one of our top five values. Um, today, you know, it's so exciting to, to, to share with you that everybody on our team has passed one, at least one level of their um, security. So to us, that's huge. So we have, we announced that in our summary letters and say, you know, education is one of our, one of our values. And then we have, you know, listed the team members that have, have passed those, those examinations. So it's just really cool to be able to highlight that also to, to our clients. The only thing I would add to that is, as, as Lee mentioned, we worked together to come up with the team values. The good news is because there were so many similarities, it wasn't really hard to decide what are the top five. Um, and then later after we did that, we took some time to define what it means to embody those values. Because it's easy to say this is our value, but you also need to make sure your team members understand what does it mean to live up to that value. And I actually really enjoyed hearing all the team members define what it meant mm -hmm. to them. There were a lot of ideas that I hadn't thought of. And I just thought this is tremendous because this is true collaboration. And so what we did is we, um, you know, typed up a value and then listed the top few things that it means to embody that value. And we have those framed and hanging in our kitchen. So um, kind of a silly thing that, you know, someone might see from the outside, but to us, it means a lot because anytime we go back there, we see the value, we see what we defined those values as and how we're living up to them. So it's been a tremendous change in our uh, culture for our team. And, and I love this, how it, it's the team. I mean, it's, it's very clear that it's about everyone. Uh, dictatorships don't work. Those of you that are, that take the it's my way or the highway approach, it, it does not work. Um, those are the practices that have a revolving door of people working there. 
every uh, three or six months, you know, someone leaves and uh, uh, it's just not tolerable. But when everyone's involved in, in, you know, helping to shape the culture and what the values mean and how we live up to them, it's really, really special to see. So you, you can see the, the, this importance. You can see why Lee and Larkin have built such an awesome culture so quickly. Uh, I mean, th these are the fundamentals right here. Now, now let's, let's talk about the journey. You mentioned uh, uh, over two years ago, uh, you purchased this wonderful practice from one of the most legendary advisors in our industry. Uh, been around 40 years in the industry, I believe. Um, just an awesome, awesome person. Um, the tough thing was uh, in that transition, you know, Lee and Larkin, you had to replace yourselves. So um, you, you had you know, a, a couple of team members and had to add a couple of more uh, as, as you replaced. And, and I plans to add even more, but um, talk about that 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 <clears throat> that journey of you know suddenly this this is 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 yours and you can shape the culture you want and for the new people you you brought in you know how do you quickly get them to understand what the heck is going on so so take us through that journey what was some of the uh, the highlights and uh, some of the hurdles to get through so John. Um... First of all, I'm going to just say thank you to, to you and the D2 team in this, um, because thinking back to 2017, 2018, um, we had a lot of fires and we felt a lot of urgency in some things. Um, and I remember talking, I remember attending the D2 live in Charlotte, I guess that was probably December 2017. And I was yeah. like, I have no option other than to hire John Randall because I don't know how we're going to do this without some support. Um, and so some of the things Larkin and I, I guess it was probably in 2017, we started meeting monthly out of the office for coffee early in the morning um, so that we could get our heads together about what the next several years going to look like, specifically the next year. Um, and that was so important for us to, to kind of have a united front with how we wanted to proceed and how we were going to kind of create our own, you know, our own practice. Um, but you, some of the things that you shared with us in that first year working together was what can you do today and tomorrow to get to where you need to be next year? You know, the practice is not yours to make some of these changes that you may want to do, but what can you start today to, to get to that point? Um, so that was, that was so important. Um, and you know, at, at this point, um, you know, we have hired three new team members since, since that point. And again, culture is such a big piece to that. Um, as we got started with, um, with the practice as, as that transition took place, one of the things we realized needed improvement was communication um, and communication among ourselves and also, also the clients. Um, and we kind of brainstormed about how we could have more um, consistent communication with our team, but also efficient. Um, and we decided to start with huddle sessions. So we started with um, with daily huddle sessions beginning of 2019, beginning of 2019. And I remember telling my wife that we were going to start these daily huddle sessions. And she's like, daily? That's that's way too often. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, John, what is it? March the, the 5th, we're doing daily huddle sessions. Um, you know, we started these in 2019 as stand-up daily huddle sessions every morning at 8:45. Um, selfishly, as as leaders and business owners, um, that allows us 
to know that people were there and prepared and ready, ready to get to work to, to serve our clients. Um, but we all take a few minutes and talk about our day and talk about what we're focused on, what client meetings we have. And again, it's not the Larkin and Lee show, um, although we, we certainly drive a lot of that conversation, but every team member saying, this is what I'm working on today, or I need some follow-up from this from yesterday. Um, and that's been such a cool exercise for us is to have that time to be together and, you know, kind of start the day off. And, um, you know, it's, it's just, uh, it, it's been a tremendous way for us to, to all be prepared um, and respectful of everyone's time. If I can add one thing to that, I would say, and I, I told Lee this yesterday, you know, I had, I was so used to how things were working that I was, um, I was fearful or uncertain of change. Now, if you look at my disc profile, that makes total sense. <laughs> and thank goodness to you, we've done that work. So we've worked through that. So looking back, Lee's leadership and willingness to jump in and make a change was crucial. That was something that was different and felt a little uneasy at the time, just like his wife said, you know, the daily huddle sessions at first seemed a little bit much, but that willingness to try something different, to be able to say, this is where we were and this is where we need to go and this is what we should try, that's what changed the culture. I mean, that really set the scene for all of us to say, yeah, let's do this. Let's do this a little differently and here's why. So I, I credit Lee with, with that change. Definitely. I mean, I was along for the ride and certainly supported it, but he was willing to take a chance there. Yeah, and it, it, this format, I mean, three hires in two years, I mean, that that's a lot. And uh, to get them on board so quick, I mean, you, you can just see how that format, how it'd be easy for them to fit in. There's a lot of time invested with the team every day, one-on-ones. And, and in addition to that, uh, you guys do some team retreats. You get out of the, I mean, they have a beautiful building there in Greenville, South Carolina, but you get away and, and do some things as, as a team. And um, all that investment of time, it makes it easy for the new people to jump in you know, and, and evolve. And, um, you know, you, you had some great team members when, when you started here with Robert and Kristen, who had been on board, added Veronica, Brandon, Roy, uh wonderful wonderful people that just you know are are great team members and it 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 really to me it goes back to the way that you've you've set the stage you've made it about the team um they feel welcome they feel like they have a part in this and uh they've jumped on board the train and they're uh you know pushing the train a little bit too which is great to see so let's talk about your next tires you got a couple more coming when you evaluate people and how they fit into your culture, let's start with you, Larkin. I mean, what, what's on your radar when you talk to new people in terms of culture? So one thing we really rely heavily on is trusting our gut instinct. We have, we are grateful that we're, we have the ability to pick up on some subtle things. We may or may not always be right on it, but we trust our gut instinct to uh, feel like, you know, does, does this feel right for us to bring this person onto our team at this time? A really important thing to note, though, is just because culture is one of our main priorities, that does not mean we want everyone to be the same. So diversity is still an important thing that we're looking for. But we usually get a good understanding if someone is going to be a real team player, because that's what's most important. That is what serves our, our team and our culture is that everyone at any given time would be willing to help someone out without a, a hesitation. 
And so we want someone like that. Doesn't have to be, you know, a, a clone of anyone, although we sometimes joke about that. But, um, you know, we, we want someone that is going to be um, a team player and have a servant heart so that they are willing to help us and help themselves as far as their career path goes. So we're careful if we, if we feel like someone might rock the boat in a bad way, we don't allow space for a toxic work environment. So that's, if they were the stellar candidate, but still weren't going to be a good culture fit, Lee, correct me if I'm wrong here, but I don't think we'd make that risk or, or take that risk and, and potentially damage the culture. You know, as, as, as we've talked about, we, you know, we've had what three hires the last, two and a half years, I guess. Um, we have done, um, you know, I think we've done a pretty good job with that and we haven't lost anybody, you know, so we haven't, we haven't had turnover in our <laughs> knock, knock on wood. Um, and that's, that to me is, is huge. Um, and I, I think back, you know, um, Lark and I, when we were having some of these one-on-ones before we bought the practice and we were, trying to figure out what that next strategic hire is or who that was. And, and it, it was Veronica and it wasn't, we were looking for a different position at that time. And, to, um, and then we had this opportunity with Veronica. And so we kind of reframe what that was going to look like, what, how Kristen's role was going to adapt with that. Um, and then we, we, we kind of presented it to, to Kristen. Um, and it was just perfect. It was just so perfect because one of the things that we, we talk about this in our one-on-ones is sometimes as you add new things to your role or new responsibilities, you have to let go of other things. Um, and so when we've had hires, we've had new hires, we've been able to do a pretty good job of allowing you know, existing staff to let go of some things um, and delegate to, to someone else. And um, as we think about that next strategic hire, that's exactly what we're trying to do. Um, you know, is we're trying to make sure that as we're, we're not replacing a position, we're adding to to the team. And so, um, when that happens, we we have things that 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 our team members are going to be able to give up and pass to someone else, so that hopefully they can be more efficient in their roles and continue to to move up. It's great, great insights. Well, two of the best right here, Lee and Larkin. Thank you so much for being on. Highlights I heard is make it all about your team let them be part of shaping your practice invest time in them weekly one-on-ones daily stand-up huddle sessions regular team meetings team retreats getting out of the office invest that time with them and make it a priority don't skip it don't add a client meeting at that time it's just as important as your very top client so uh uh using tools like values to define uh, what you're all about. Uh, and, and I like what you said, Larkin, that look, you t- you deal with people for a living. So you can easily assess the people that you're interviewing w- when you're you're looking at new hires in terms of, do you see yourselves working with them? I, I love what you said, are they gonna be a team player? Are they gonna be on board? Are they gonna fit in? Or are they gonna be a disruptor and make it all about themselves? So just absolutely fantastic. Uh, insights here. Again, two of the best at building one of the greatest cultures, uh, practices. Can't wait to see what comes with some even more new people uh, as we fill up that wonderful uh, new building that you have here. So thank you so much. Cheers to both of you. Everyone stay awesome. Thanks for listening. Cheers.
Cheers. Thanks, John. Thanks.